0: comes the truth and here comes your favorite podcast always still made for you i have to apologize to all the listeners there randy the repo man himself came on and he didn't really pass the initiation and we still continued on <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah we should have given so, him the boot
0: right there please. right then and there so let's let's bring it back to a more positive initiation so trevor step right up I'm going to ask you a few questions. All right. How, how did you enjoy the new Top Gun movie?
1: Oh, we're going to see it this weekend.
0: You haven't seen it already?
1: Well, do you know where I live, Carter? <laughs> unless unless I take the ice dragon and fly down. <laughs> um, which, you know, it might be fitting. Maybe I should have busted out the ice dragon for Top Gun. Maybe I'd see, you know, Tom Time Cruise up there in the skies. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're going to the drive-in to watch it, which is going to be pretty cool. Yeah. So that's a big screen, Uh, I would say.
0: And how's, how's the new season of Twin Peaks?
1: Don't even talk to me about it. I've got, I have made progress on that
0: though. No Top Gun, no Twin Peaks. You You probably haven't even listened to the new Guns N' Roses EP. School's Out or something. I don't even know that exists. Back to school. That sucks. You never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips.
1: Is it really a new album?
0: (laughs) And there's no tenderness like before in your fingertips. Brent. You've lost that love and feeling. Oh, yeah! Dude. Whoa, yeah, that right. love and feeling. You probably even haven't seen the new Terminator movie. That does. I matter. only
1: watched two Terminator I movies. Was, oh, yes. <laughs> I no, only watched part. two <laughs> Terminator <laughs> movies. That's, <a> <laughs> <question.
0: laughs> That's a trick question. That's so, a trick question. Oh, so the driving, the driving's no good. Yeah. It's good for everything well, see, else, but this one. Yeah. Come on now.
2: Me and Brent did it for real. Me and Brent will drive and have the special start.
1: You guys have had like nine covids, okay? (laughs) I've had like zero, so don't tell me to go to a theater. What do you mean, you
2: guys? Oh, family. Okay, family. I get it. Yeah, Brent's
1: immune. You've been tainted. Brent is immune. (laughs) Brent probably. Brent probably is asymptomatic. Let's not (laughs) kid ourselves.
2: That was pretty much asymptomatic. Apparently, I passed around strep throat. <laughs> also made me get tested when she had strep throat, and I'm a carrier, so <laughs> so that's all possible. So, so, do you think that? So, Top Gun starts with well, we're going a theater. Right you then. get a Mission Impossible preview. Preview, yeah. Head Reckoning Part One, which leads right into a close-up of Tom in like a director's chair, just his face, like. Across the whole big screen, so Talking happy to you about yeah, movies being you back. For coming to a theater to watch Top Gun, he's so happy. Not manic, just generally he happy. Kind of looks, and he kind of looks old.
1: Well, because he's really old now. <laughs> yeah, but right
2: before that, Mission Impossible, he looks like twenty. So I don't know if the whole yeah, movie just, is deep fake. They just paint everybody's faces. Yeah, so he can so. We've got another twenty years of him running around. Oh, let's hope. Oh,
1: they'll have CG. They'll CGI his
2: corpse to eternity. Yeah, I think he's going to make it to eternity. Oh, Maybe yeah, there'll be a really... special
0: drive-through info. Now you, you're the real special people. <laughs> you're here to drive through. <laughs> but me and Brent will fly over
1: over the screen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brent and I people, went to the dude. most special way to watch it motion mm-hmm. seats d-box baby
1: hey that would be incredible
0: it was i've i've been to d-box for the last 10 years loved it every time really emphasizes the movie i've looked up how much it costs to get d-box at home it's only fifteen thousand dollars us i'm saving up boys do it uh, <laughs> yeah, so do it. it was just absolutely amazing brent invited me to go but uh it just didn't work out but i i'd say it was for the best because it probably would have been a fight <laughs> because brett would sit down and uh i'd be like what are you doing he'd be like sit next to me i would be like get, get in the row behind me goose <laughs> oh, you're right <riding> sure. goose
1: <laughs> really that's what you worked up that was like 30 seconds we're not getting back That's good um so i've heard very fun things about it and mm-hmm. uh that it's maybe even better than you think it's supposed to be like you didn't know it could be a good movie
2: yeah, you don't expect to be crying at the end, but you might be. <laughs> I'll be crying at the end for sure. Yeah, oh 100%. yes. 100%, I will yeah. be crying at the end of that. Yeah, you have to tell me what you cry about, because there's a few okay. possibilities, but keep track of that and we'll compare. Okay, oh, oh, okay, I like that. I was sobbing this weekend already uh-huh. on different stuff. I don't know if, like, Trevor, do you have, I don't know if it's kids just being around That have made me weak but do you have like things that set you off i can give an example i i have like just like you're gonna be crying
1: specific Specific. things that can make me cry
2: okay because yeah my younger one doesn't like tv but he found he likes those terrible music channels you know the satellite music channels that just put so he likes the kids channel there and he'll listen to that when it's relaxing time but there was the Rainbow, the Muppets Rainbow Connection oh, Rainbow song. Rainbow Connection, that one's tough, yeah. So later, I was like, "Well, I'm going to show you the video for that with Kermit. The f- maybe get him into Muppets." Then came back two minutes later, and the video had switched from Rainbow Connection to Jim Henson Funeral. Oh no!
0: That's notoriously
2: sad. Oh no.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh. Big Bird's there and everything, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, they're all, all all the puppeteers and their characters. Like, yeah, they're not hiding. They're up there singing and crying with all the puppets as well. And it's, oh my it's God. impossible.
1: Yeah, no, don't, don't. Talk like, to me about
2: that. I'm just crying again. Just thinking about it. <laughs> like, that's the ultimate. So do you have, yeah, what's your specific or is it too much?
1: Um, I have one that I don't know why it makes me cry, but I cry every time and it happens like it's in a, something kind of new. And then I, I have a couple other things, not like culture things, but things if I mm-hmm. think about, I'll just like lose it.
2: Yeah. And they don't
1: really make sense. Not all of them don't make sense. Mm-hmm. But there's one seed in uh, in Ted Lasso in my favorite episode. Jesus. And uh, where this guy is like, he's retired He's like a retired soccer player, and he's the best character in the whole show. Like, it's not even close. And uh, he's he's a commentator now, and he just hates it. And he just like walks off the air and quits, and like runs back to coach his old team. And it's just like no idea. It's so cheesy and it's so cliche. Uh, But the music is so good, and it's like using Rolling Stone. So I'm probably a little bit uh, sympathetic there too. But every time Lisa just makes fun of me, I'm like I can't watch that episode with her. So we'll skip it she'll watch it I'll watch it and then we'll continue watching again after <laughs> we've been watching that show just it's just such a good like over and over show there's so many jokes it's impossible like, like I'm we're still finding so many things that are just like so funny the great show and it's still light it's the only show I know that like makes me feel happy when I watch it <laughs> so
2: that's cool I gotta
0: I got a text from my uncle uh, two days ago. It said, I have a confession. In 2005, you bought me an Arrested Development box set, and I never opened it. thought it was kind of silly. How foolish was I? <laughs> oh, and then he watched it. <laughs> yeah, he's all into it. <laughs>
1: um, oh, yeah, no, you, you nailed it for him. Like, you were right.
0: Brent like, used to do time, that. Brent, there, Brent used yeah. to put
1: out quality things out there just for us to stumble across.
0: Yeah, I've given speaking up. Speaking of, speaking <laughs> of, um, we we talked about this on a practice episode that was eventually released as Masterpiece Wisdom from 2010, Passions Cast. I'm feeling that pull. I checked on YouTube, and they've got at least the first 150 episodes of Passions.
2: Oh, well, so that just needs to be a separate show.
0: I think, like, it's if we much. wanted to actually like monetize the show, like a lot of a lot of shows are very successful going through like every episode of Simpsons in mm-hmm. chronological order, every episode of, of this in chronological order. I checked, and there is kind of like a Passions one, but it doesn't seem very good at all. <laughs> but I bet like the three of us could do a Passions,
1: to do a Passions cast. cast. Would it be daily so or weekly? And make make like, thousands of dollars.
2: <laughs> not a lot happens. I don't know uh, about any other soap opera, but. Maybe it you do a months. five
0: episode recap each month. So you do a week each week, I guess. You do a two hour podcast for the four hours. Of that TV. would be like
1: a job. <laughs> like you'd have to make show notes and prep, and like everybody'd have to watch it.
0: Yeah, like those shows that I mentioned, people have quit their jobs, and that's what they do full time now.
1: Um, yeah. If you if you feel like watching Passions for real, um. I would highly recommend a terrible good show. It's actually really good. What's it called? Um Jane the Virgin. Have you ever heard of it?
0: Yeah, I've heard of it.
1: Yeah, it's like it's it's like a parody of those kind of shows but like the Spanish ones like those telenovelas which basically oh, yeah. are passions. Like that's what passions really is. Like it's like telenovelas make um, like soap operas look like a normal day of life like they're just so so over the top right and they're like got all that spanish in it too and it's uh and it's a very very good show the 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 actor who plays the dad in that show is just he's so he reminds you of someone he could have been like a cast member on arrested development
0: Okay, okay he's
1: he's got like kind of like job vibes but (laughs) happier it's like really good it's good okay um, fun you're dumb show me, me. yep just fun dumb show but you so, could so... skip about 40 episodes in the middle because it gets really good at the beginning and really good at the end And the middle is just like ooh. but yep what else what are you going to talk about Carl? Well, what you got? so
0: what i've always thought about with passions is and, and this was an idea 12 years ago as well to record a like a commentary track <laughs> so people would boot up episode 320 of here comes some wisdom and youtube and hit play at the same time and there you're watching passions episode one with your boys it'd be like the worst episode ever but it's always been a dream
1: well i still think this is going to be my like future career is me voicing over HGTV shows just screaming just screaming at the people about how much I hate them and uh and how dumb they are and what their expectations are and how much the realtors lie. I think like I would pay for certain people just to watch things and talk about them. Which I guess is what Twitch is kind of. But...
0: Oh but yeah, I can't stand Twitch. But yeah, though if it was But if well, it was
1: I did like... it it'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay
0: <laughs> So I sort of went on uh, Passions, Where Are They Now? <laughs> like I said, I had this Passions. Have I started watching it? No. But because uh, I was maybe waiting, maybe we'd watch it together. You and on a kid. out Holding out for that. A lot of Where Are They Now? Passions cast. Guess where Dead. a lot of them are nowadays. Dead. No, guess what other projects they got involved with after Passions?
2: There was a soap opera.
0: Yeah. They...
2: Maybe the prettiest ones moved
0: on, to. Once you're once you're a soap opera actor, you're always a soap opera actor. It's like, yeah, this person went on to uh, General Hospital for four years, and then All My Children for three years, and then The Bold and the Beautiful for five years.
1: And then it's she just... slept in a car and Young and the Restless. And uh...
0: <laughs> I forgot about that one. All those are still on, right? But those are the only ones.
1: Oh yeah, they're still going.
0: What, what was the second one I said? Did I say All in the Family?
1: No, General all... Hospital or The yeah, Bold and the
0: Beautiful. And all, wait, and Young and the Restless.
1: There used to be As the World Turns.
0: Yeah, that one's off. I know Young and the Restless.
1: I know so much about Young and the Restless.
0: That's the newest one. That's Victor, right? Victor
1: Victor Newman, Newman? yeah. Okay, yeah. At Jabot Industries.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jabot Industries.
1: (laughs) I know all about them. They're mostly a cosmetic and media company. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It never changes. It's just the same thing. I heard somebody talking about that show, and I knew who all the characters were, and I haven't watched that show in 30 years. That's not <laughs> a, That's not a, I haven't watched that show <laughs> since I was 10, and I lived on the farm, and it's all the same people, and that was 30 years ago. And it's the exact same eight people screwing with each other.
0: Oh, that's funny, Chippo Industries, because I do see on the... the the local conspiratorial websites I see something about like Blackwell Industry owns all the uh, media companies and all the pharmaceutical companies. I should get it. They'd be like, "Yeah, I hear Jabot Industries <laughs> with all the media and cosmetic, aka pharmaceutical companies."
1: When Jack took over from Victor before Nikki got the company back for the ninth time, man. Yeah, people getting old. Speaking, speaking of getting old, Carter. Oh,
0: before you get there, one last thing: soap opera magazine. So that was just like recaps and interviews with casts, or what?
1: I you have know. No like
0: clue. Gr- did you never read those in the uh, grocery store aisle?
1: I did not read them. No.
0: Yeah, because maybe like they'd all be at the same time, so some people would like. Watch I think it was called Soap Opera that. Digest, right? Yeah, that's it, exactly. Yeah, I could just see like old people reading and be like, man, how did they get such access to the stars? <laughs> right
1: next to Batboy.
0: Batboy? Boy? Bat Boy? What
1: the hell? You don't know Batboy? No, it's Batboy. Oh, well, you're just too young, maybe. Brent, you know Batboy.
2: Yeah, of course, yeah.
1: From, from the National Enquirer?
2: No, Weekly, The World. Oh, is
1: that what world it was? Weekly World News, yeah. Weekly World News. Who was the Inquirer, then?
2: That was are oh, just... a oh, bad boy. Well, yeah, I know. A lot of
1: dead Elvis. A lot of
0: dead yeah. Elvis. Weekly World News, Bat Child found in cave.
1: Yeah, and he's always screaming with his hands on his face. Yeah. Always.
0: Yeah. Half human, half bat locked up in yep. medical lab. They just in had, Wuhan. Like... I
1: mean, oh, God. <laughs> bat Boy started coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: the middle link between the bats and the humans it's bat boy here we go he's a fictional character who made numerous appearances in the american supermarket tabloid weekly world news tell published... me
1: they had a corona tell me they had a corona interview with bat boy about coronavirus well,
0: let's see when weekly world news went out of business here
1: Dude, um, oh my god i need to make i need to write a parody article and sell it to the onion
0: there's a there's a musical Bat Boy comes his, clean. There's a Bat Boy the musical that uh, came out in 1997 off Broadway.
1: It was done in Sifton. That's off Broadway.
0: Weekly World News uh, ceased publication in 2007. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, they would have been all in.
2: There is a website now, or Bat Boy. Yeah, that seems up to date. Well, like I respect so some of them. Him? I don't know if this is. National Enquirer ended up being pretty nasty. Like sort oh of yeah, but I don't know if It's crazy world when TMZ more, looks like
1: legitimate news. Yeah.
2: I don't know if Weekly World is a little bit just more fun, but stories include from May 13th of this year: fire breaks out on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I respect, <laughs> that. <laughs> I respect that one. NASA, NASA confirms God is throwing asteroids at Earth. So someone uh, who's writing these knows what
1: they know their demograph.
2: Inflation moves 420 to 430.
1: Huh. <laughs> That's pretty good.
2: Yeah. Blackbirds attack Kentucky.
1: Sounds about right.
2: Vampires on the loose in Chicago.
1: Oh, it's, I hope they're going after the Illinois Nazis.
2: <laughs> the topics, the pull-downs, the subhead of aliens, <laughs> mutants, Bad Boy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He's not That's just it. a mutant. He's Bad Those are the three. No, tell me, are you serious? <laughs> Those are the three headlines you can Rick. Bad Boy, oh. aliens or mutants. Oh my god. This is like Angel's Angel's
0: Detective Industry. <laughs> Wikipedia has a full Batboy bibliography. So, first in '92, Batboy found in West Virginia cave. Then number. Two, oh. Then a few months later, Batboy escapes, and then um, <laughs> you start looking around 2001. Uh, Bat. Um, oh wait, what is it here? Uh, Batboy storms Afghanistan with U.S. Marines. <laughs> Bat Boy meets with Bush at Camp David.
1: Nope. They got Where Bat list. Boy late
0: 2019. Huh. <laughs> we'll never know without the, the, the good publication. You know?
1: Uh, Bat got, Boy, we, we lost
0: track of
2: Bat Boy in 2007.
1: Hmm. Took him 12 years.
2: So, young Grimes and friend at the time, calling themselves. Verushka and Zelda Zox XOX, river names worthy of Grant Adventure. The young couple pushed off from a riverbank in North Minneapolis the first week of June. But their journey ended only a few miles downstream after engine trouble.
1: <laughs> so re- that thing had an engine.
0: Is this recent or is this like. Is this. Be- yeah. Before she, she had babies with yeah.
2: Elon? Zone so 9. Okay. Claire Boucher and William Greitz had their sights set on on the southern reaches of the Mississippi River when they packed their chickens, a sewing machine, and 20 pounds of potatoes into a houseboat they crafted from scratch. Can you try and set the tone? Can you...
1: Imagine I showed you a picture of this
2: boat a while ago. Could you describe it still? Like, how do you imagine it? I can't remember.
1: I thought
0: it looked like cardboard
1: boxes, kind of.
0: Like the Huckleberry Finn raft with like
2: an old door and like plywood. Yeah, there's kind of some (laughs) barrels and plywood. And they
1: put chickens and potatoes on it.
2: Yeah. Calling themselves. Have you ever seen
1: the Mississippi?
2: (laughs) It's just the mud hole. Yeah. Well, and the part around Minneapolis apparently has rapids that would have killed them. (laughs) So the Minneapolis park police trailed them from riverbank to riverbank. As Boucher and greats tried to get their boat in work in order, often tra- tying up to trees and hopping ashore to gather surprise from Craigslist and hardware stores. Now their vessel, the Velvet Glove, cast in iron. is marooned in an impound lot, the chickens are seized, and they've abandoned their hopes. But it was still an adventure, she says. So, it's... Beautiful, yeah.
1: All these people are <laughs> losers.
2: Boucher, who's from Vancouver, and grads from Tennessee, met at a school in Montreal. It hatched last fall. After months of internet research, they made the 25 hours. Wait, wait, wait. So she's energy. from
1: Vancouver and moved to Montreal? Right. That explains everything about her. <laughs> if you just have to explain what she is, you just say, grew up in Vancouver, yeah. and then moved to Montreal. And that is what you get.
2: Allo- they made the 25-hour trip to Bemidji, where a friend allowed them to build the boat on his property. For more oh, than their a friend, month. friend Paul Bunyan. <laughs> they toiled over the engineering of the 20-foot boat to make sure it floated. They installed accordion folding doors, glass windows, pink shutters, and painted murals. Black, white, and red paints of fantastical creatures. That's probably, where do you think most of the focus went?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <A> paint. <laughs> strangers gave them bikes a mattress and a sewing machine they got a copy of mark twain's the adventures of huckleberry finn which neither of them had read oh man i just um, talked about Huck finn. <laughs> it may have been the inspiration but you know not not that much of an inspiration so they shoved off in early june moments later their engine band to sputter and gurgle Made it to the other side of the river and tied the boat up to a tree, so it just didn't. Yeah. So motor needs to be repaired. Miles so didn't say miles. Yeah.
1: Like as in then, two, probably.
2: Yeah. Then they're awakened I'm by they a park, got plural on you know, that by a Minneapolis police, Park Police officer tapping on their boat with a stick. Gave them until next Tuesday, gather life jackets, paddles, and other supplies. Because they didn't have any of those things. I, so even I though they didn't have a permit around. to be in the park, <laughs> he was pretty nice to them. The officer says the couple never told them about the engine trouble. When he returned a week later and saw the chickens grazing and signs of a campfire, <laughs> they, were given, <laughs> they were given citations for alcohol and camping. In a park without a permit and told to move on. The next leg of the journey was much more precarious. After entering the channel without a working motor, they began to drift towards rocks jutting out of the water. They used sticks and reached an island.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, in the Mississippi. That's a zero strikes, you're out situation. Yeah. Like
2: Swimming was the you don't only just, way. Yeah.
1: You don't gently fall into those
2: waters. Yeah. So they set up another camp and made plans to resume their search for a working motor over the next week. Swimming was the only way to reach the riverbank. Several times a day, they'd jump in the water and bring back tools wrapped in plastic bags. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> oh, that's insane. <laughs> okay.
2: so other separate police t- showed up and told them boaters to leave by the evening in advance of the Lowry Bridge demolition on Sunday so another boat towed the velvet glove cast in iron to Boom Island where the final showdown happened <clears throat> and then the same original cop spotted the houseboat there again and said it had enough <laughs> he's in it He's he's <laughs> going this
1: is personal
2: grimes i personally allowed them a couple weeks to try and solve the problem on their own it was clear they couldn't get it done he's not even mad he's just like
1: (laughs) they're just incompetent
2: idiots yeah the city loaded the houseboat onto a flat trailer and took it away they took a city bus to an impound lot to retrieve whatever they could carry from the boat
0: well no one accused grimes of being the engineer in the relationship that was elon's domain Oh, wait, he's not an engineer either. No.
1: He just buys ideas and acts cool.
2: (laughs) Business degree.
1: (laughs) The lamest people.
2: So, yeah, they're more suited. Yeah, so they're suited for each other.
1: I like her more than him at this point. (laughs) And I don't really like her, so... (laughs)
2: can i share with you my collection that i found of things that hulk hogan has said fact checked (laughs) over the years
1: oh no are you even allowed to say the things that he says
2: (laughs) some of the these are just the lies yes so yes it's a twitter thread but you know to say where it's due, but here's some of the things that Hogan has said over his, what, 40-year career that just are not true. He's an impressive liar. So the, the, the wrestler director, Darren Aronofsky, offered him the lead role three times. He turned it down because he didn't deserve it. Hogan claims that he turned it down because he didn't deserve it. <laughs> Aronofsky says that is not true at all.
1: <laughs> in what movie?
2: The, the wrestler. wrestler. The Wrestler. The Mickey oh. Rourke. Oh. Yeah. He, he was an all-state pitcher in high school and was scouted by both the Yankees and Cincinnati Reds. But an no, injury. that was
1: the Macho Man. But an injury prevented yeah, so him from signing with either
2: team. Yeah. He used to fight Pride fighters in the seventies. Pride Fighting Championships was founded in nineteen
0: ninety-seven. Yeah, it was, it's it's like Japanese UFC. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. He was the first to slam Andre, and Andre weighed six hundred pounds when he slammed him. No way. And Andre died a few days later. <laughs> and he and he tore eighteen muscles in his back slamming Andre.
1: Eighteen muscles in his back got torn.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my god. He always tells the story too, like, oh I didn't know if Andre was gonna let me slam him. It's like Andre was beloved. Like
2: when has he ever gone rogue in the ring before? Mm-hmm. John Belushi di- sadly died in 1982, but according to Hulk Hogan, he parted with him after WrestleMania II in 1986. <laughs> this is just, yeah, more insider wrestling one. But he told the Undertaker that Undertaker had caused permanent damage to his neck by blowing a tombstone spot. The Undertaker believed him for over two years before seeing a tape where it was clear that he was nowhere near the ground he said didn't <laughs> hit the ground but just <laughs>
1: now what what is the story with um the nature boy rick flair in general a, a, no apparently he's like wrestling another match because he needs money oh that's all yeah I yeah, said. It's,
2: I it's like, use
0: them. yeah it's, it's like except he has a pacemaker. Paper, yeah yeah
1: and if he like gets hit hard he's gonna die and like and like people are really actually like serious about it too they're like oh yeah like you can dislodge that very easily he's like they're like it's it's a more than one percent chance that he could die doing this
0: yeah but you're rick flair you probably hate your life and you love you hate being richard Flair, and you love being rick flair Yeah, that's where he wants to die, right? I know, if you die in the ring. Didn't the wrestler, speaking of Aronofsky's movie, didn't he die in the ring?
2: It's questionable. He jumped off the top rope when he wasn't supposed to. That's how the movie ends. I I wonder
1: if... um... huh? They should have like a slap contest with Ric Flair. That's how he should go out. Yeah. They should get bigger and bigger wrestlers to come and chest slap it every time he takes one it doesn't die. <laughs> he gives a big woo
2: and then, <laughs> the, then,
1: then, then one guy comes in and there's no more woo and it's over. Oh no! And then the under, Undertaker comes and buries him <laughs>
2: and they give him a proper burial. Mm-hmm. Well, Hogan oh, used to be man. 6 foot 9 but now after his back and knee surgeries he's 6 foot 4. Reasonable. It's true
0: he was bigger. <laughs> he wasn't
1: six foot nine.
0: He was pretty big, man. Like in Rocky Three,
2: he towered over Stallone. Oh, he did well. claim that is like wrestled. as tall as me. Yeah. Yeah. And he did claim that he wrestled four hundred days in one year because of traveling from what? U.S. to Japan. So much the time difference made it possible.
1: Oh
0: my god. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, brother!
0: You know I was okay. And there's got to be Elvis, something about there with his Elvis was flag. a big
2: Hogan fan before <laughs> oh. Hogan joined WWF. Oh, screw off! He Elvis did start died. working in Memphis in 1977, but that's the year Elvis died. That is when
1: Elvis died. August. Maybe the King caught him early. Or I yeah. think you're going to make a real, real big <laughs> there uh, Hulk uh, Hogan. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know what's going to be sweet, Trevor? When you don't see right. that new Elvis movie.
1: Oh, is it bad?
0: No. You just won't go see it.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Lisa's dad and I will go. Okay. Oh. okay. That's like my... Con- That's the weird... My dad and Lisa's dad probably don't have a lot in common. Um, I would say. You know, like floor investor, trader and my dad farming out in valley river different worlds common theme and they've never met but is elvis they're both like like really obsessed with elvis like my dad is obsessed with elvis and lisa's dad might be more obsessed with elvis it's really weird so they've always got that when they meet <laughs> but they'll never stop talking about elvis it'll be like 3 days <laughs> so maybe we'll go see that movie someday
0: Is there anything about their like Met- Hulk Hogan being asked to join Metallica after their bass player died in like '86?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Did> I just <laughs> think you, of that. Did you dream that one up, or do you think that?
0: Yeah, before Jason Newstead came. Oh God, what was what was Metallica's bass player's name? Oh, I feel so bad. Is that
1: bad. the is that the Ruber? Who you? What whose name are you looking for?
0: Hulk Hogan Metallica, I swear that t- here we go. Here Are you talking about go. Cliff? Are you talking about Cliff? Cliff Burden, yeah, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Metallica drummers Lars Ulrich has denied wrestling star Hulk Hogan's claim that he almost joined an early version of Metallica.
1: Well, haven't you seen him play guitar in the video? Where he's he's rocking that knot chord
0: yeah so uh, it's true yeah um he claimed he serious... that he almost
1: was in metallica
0: yeah he was a serious candidate to play bass for the iconic man before they hit a I played bass yeah i was i played bass guitars i was big pals with lars ulrich and he asked me if i wanted to play bass with metallica in the early days but it didn't work out so hogan is from oh, wait hogan was from venice beach california right he wasn't always a florida guy But, like, Lars was, like, this immigrant kid who, like, played tennis at a high level and just, like, bought metal albums from back home in England. He was from, I think, uh, the Netherlands, but he would buy, like, European metal records. Yeah. So, and so he was just hanging out with this guy from Gold's Gym who just lived in the gym. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Ulrich has no recollection of... Of asking Ever Hulk meet. to join the band. But maybe they were friends. That one where he showed up, I was scratching my head over that one. I don't know Hulk Hogan. I don't know enough about him. I'm not a huge wrestling fan. I certainly have no recollection of doing anything with Hulk Hogan.
1: Oh my God. So yeah. good. Now, Hulk. Fact, Canada. Then- Canada has two land borders now. Do you know who they are? Canada shares a land border with two countries now.
0: With Denmark?
1: Yep. We split that island.
0: Um, those jerks.
1: Officially. Officially, it's split half and half. So we have another land border, which is kind of interesting. So we're part of Europe now, basically, which is okay by me. <laughs>
0: well, I, you know, they just had the uh, meeting of the Americas in L.A., and I, I didn't see Denmark show up. Damn. Oh, here it's a symbolic move to show a united front against Russia. Trudeau giving up our land. Fifty-year international dispute between two friendly countries. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you know about that story, right?
0: Where they keep like leaving like maple they syrup, leave and liquor stuff. for each other. Yeah, yeah
1: right. oh yeah, yeah. That's a old one. You know. Tale old as time.
0: Oh. oh so here we go here we go Hulk had to like Hulk got called out by Kerrang in the UK there the truth is I played music for many years before I got into wrestling and then when I heard Metallica was looking for a bass player I would have quit wrestling like that to get into Metallica
2: of course yeah. <laughs> that's Boy, how he covered it.
1: yeah Rick and he thought he could do it that's the insane part He's like, oh, I could be in Metallica. <laughs> they're,
0: uh, not n- they're not proficient like, players at all. Here we yeah, go. Hulk's they're not. Play, Hulk's gonna play the Orion solo from uh, right. Yeah, the like Lightning. you like
1: their music or not? You know, people off the street can't walk into a band called Metallica and just nail it. That's not how it works. This isn't country music, which <laughs> which high level country music is like you have to be on the spectrum to be that good like yeah yeah that that's crazy that the best musicians in the world at certain instruments are all country players which you you do not expect but like
0: chicken picking steel, just slap steel yeah that that means yeah
1: they're all it's like they're all weirdos yeah and they play the simplest music ever known to (laughs) man Oh my God. Okay. So I love going to like, if I'm in a town or I'm, especially in like small towns, like not when I'm traveling as much, but if I'm in a small town on a tournament or something, I'll go like on Instagram and just look by like location tags, who tagged it in that town, you know, and then you can kind of see what's actually happening in the town. And it's like, I love it. You just get to like, it's like you actually get to like see what actually is going on in the town if you were from there almost, you know. If it's not a touristy spot, if it's a touristy spot, you're going to see the, you know, the Mona Lisa 300 times. But but if it's some small town in the middle of nowhere, there's some pretty interesting posts normally. So we're moving to BC.
0: So I looked up. Breaking news on the pod.
1: Oh, sorry. Is it? I think so. Yeah, I've moved. I've been. We've done this podcast when I was in Dauphin, Toronto, Kuwait, Flynn, and now BC.
0: I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> there, man. Um,
1: and we've podcasted while I was in other countries, haven't we? Of course. I think I've so.
0: podcasted from was... Israel.
1: Yeah, there you go. We're a global. We're a global network. Uh, Anyway, so I look up Powell River just to see what's going on in my new little town that I'm trying on for size. And uh, there's a lot of great posts, beautiful nature. I'm all excited. Some cool shops, some music, just people. You know, it's just looking like, damn, except every once, like maybe, and it's, it's the most common one because there's not a lot of people that post like, You know, maybe if you're a frequent poster with the hashtag Powell River or whatever, it's every maybe 100, 150 posts you you make one because people, other people are posting too. Except this one that's like pretty consistent. It's like every 15 posts is a post by this person. And first of all, I'm not judging, okay? I'm kind of judging, (laughs) but you know what?
2: I'm trying not to.
1: But you know what? Like, what the hell? Because when you when I explain what it is, you know, whatever. Except this might be a little weird. So the account is called Oh God, it's so weird. It's called Mum Loving Life at A Hundred.
0: Is this like and, a specific like longitude, or is this I'm 100 years old?
1: This is somebody posting pictures of their 100-year-old mother doing stuff uh, around places in Powell River. Uh, <laughs> now, if this was, say, my grandma, who is still pretty rock and roll at 96, or maybe if I'm lucky someday my mom, I would actually watch this Instagram account because it would be hilarious because it'd be crazy old witch people but mum loving life at a hundred I do not think there's any love